Yeah, I really didn't like her that much, to be honest. It's hot. I don't know, man. She just she didn't really do it for me. What'd you think of that uh, Dorothy girl? The whole Judy Garland thing kind of turned me on. Does that, does that make me some kind of fag? No, baby, your money. I don't think she liked me anyway. Oh, Mike, I'm telling you, man. She thought you were money. I don't think so. I heard him both talk. Both those girls thought you were money. They're a good friend. Look, you take yourself out of the game. You start talking to him about puppy dogs and ice cream. Of course, it's going to end up on the friendship tip. I just don't think she liked me in that way. Baby, you are so money, and you don't even know it. Look, T, girls don't go for me the way they go for you, OK? Well, show went for you, right? It's different. Why? How is that different? Younger, it was college. You didn't go to college. You don't know how it is. The girls are young, they drink, they don't know any better. Do you know how stupid that sounds? Listen to me, Mike. Your self-esteem is low right now because she's with somebody else. But talking about it and thinking about it all the time, it's depressing. It's no good, man. You just need a little more time. I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, I like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. How you doing, Donnie? Uh, we were just battening down the hatches for Hurricane Hillary. Yeah, that's Los right. Los Angeles. Some, I think like I think it's hitting parts of Southern California right now, but it's due to hit us tomorrow morning. I think starting at uh, seven, eight o'clock, thirty percent chance of rain, and then it just is a shit storm the rest of the rest of the day, and like probably into Monday. Some people say Tuesday, so we'll, well see. We'll, we'll, I, by know. the by the time this drops, we'll know because oh uh, yeah, oh thing, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> things we record. And if if people haven't figured that out, that listen, we record a couple weeks ahead of time. Uh, this this episode is dropping September 8th. So, mm-hmm. you know, if your house is not standing, uh, we will probably have talked about that. We'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I record from a bathroom in a from, Howard Johnson. Somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> a a Porta John, a Porta John on the side of the road somewhere. And there will be a, there will be a GoFundMe starting on a literate ape if that happens. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> true. It's absolutely true. All right. So uh, I, 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 I have a little bit of housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. You come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? More towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep. In an interview, Charlie Kaufman had a lot to say about Hollywood and uh, and AI and uh, the producers of film and this. And I just want to I just want to throw out a quote that I thought was really interesting and see what your reaction to it. He says, "The diet is so corrupted." And has been for so long. It's like if you eat shit all your life, you want shit. If you eat processed food, you crave it. And you wouldn't if you hadn't been fed it all your life. That's what the movie machine does. I find it really offensive. It makes me angry. Mm -hmm. So my initial reaction to this is um, it's not all or nothing, Charlie. I think I think sometimes uh, when you want a quick burger, you go to you go to In and Out, you go to McDonald's, you go to your Burger King, you get what you want, right? When you want a nice steak, you make it a mission to go out and you pay for that nice steak. You have the meal at the fancy joint. You put a little shirt, a little tie, a little jacket, bring something nice to wear, okay? And you enjoy it. Now, do you enjoy one more than the other? Some people enjoy McDonald's more than a fancy steakhouse. Some people really enjoy the fancy steakhouse and then kind of like the fast food. It's okay. It's not all or nothing. And uh, in terms of what he's specifically talking about in terms of the the culture of Hollywood, you know, I I, I think, and you and I have gotten into this a little bit in the past, on and off mic, I think that 
um, we have gotten a lot of both worlds. I think, I think there have been some brilliant filmmakers out there who have given us beautiful surf and turf meals. And then yes, some, a lot of McDonald's is out there and you just can't help that because um, I think you and I both agree with this. Uh, it is, it is a business. It is the movie business. They don't call it the movie art. Um, cinema is the art form, right? Um, yeah. But it's, it's a movie business and people are in business to make money. What makes money? Consistency. McDonald's tastes the same. Coca-Cola, when they tried to fuck with that formula, look what happened. And they went back to the formula, okay? Pepsi tried Pepsi Clear. That got fucked, right? So, okay. So what works is consistency. Now, some of that consistency is better than others. I, I'm sure you've been to uh, a, a McDonald's that uh, it comes out like slop, and the cheese is half on the burger and half off the burger, half stuck to the paper. And then you've been to a McDonald's where actually they made my Big Mac Really fucking well. Still not going to look like the picture. It almost looks like the picture. It almost looks like the picture. Yeah, but like, not quite. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, to me, that if we're going with this metaphor of eating, right? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I I think that's what happens with Hollywood sometimes. Um, you you will get your fast food meal movie, and it's it's Die Hard. It's Lethal Weapon. It's um, it's good writing, it's good acting, it's good directing, but the story is relatively derivative, relatively cliche, okay? Um, but then you get shit like, you know, basically all of Kubrick's output. Um, uh, up to a certain point, all of P.T. Anderson's output, right? Yep. You do get a lot of really, I mean, Spike Jones is one of the most original uh, you know, Kaufman is one of the most original, right? So, like, you do get these interesting storytellers out there, filmmakers out there. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you know, Scorsese wasn't reinventing the fucking wheel with Mean, mean Streets. It's a gangster movie. It's a neighborhood guy gangster movie. Those fucking things have been around since Cagney and 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 White Heat and and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He's not reinventing it, the wheel. He's just telling it through his perspective. Yeah, and I well, think I, that's what the most important thing is. Go ahead. I, I wrote this. I wrote this uh, when I first read this, and it's on the it's on Litter Dave. But uh, I, I said, without go googling it, can you tell me the name of this film? Mm -hmm. A broken-hearted person locked into his or her dull routine meets an enigmatic free soul who unlocks the needed spontaneity and joy for living, thus giving him or her a new lease on life. And then I wrote, if you said. The Accidental Tourist, Something Wild, The Yes Man, Stranger Than Fiction, Silver's Lying's Playbook, Serendipity, or Gone Girl, you'd be right. Because it's mm -hmm. all basically that that story. Now, the reason I picked those that specific list of movies is that I happen to think all of those movies are uniformly excellent. They're all sure. really good. They tell the same story. It's derivative, but... It, it 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 they take a different tack. Each it's it's a little bit different angle. It's a little bit you know. Romeo and Juliet is as old as time, and there are so many versions of that story done a million different ways in a million different shows, shows, movies, whatever. That doesn't mean they're bad. It means that it, it's like you said. There is a consistency. There's a familiarity. There's a safety, and kind of like getting into an archetype situation kind of having an idea and then you get someone like a charlie kaufman or a kubrick or a pt anderson or i even mm -hmm. say david fincher and sure. and what they do is they set you up with the archetype and then they fuck you well you and subvert it's it. awesome that's what i'm saying and it's yeah. and and that because you're and you know and not everybody likes that not not everybody wants that kind of you know it's not everybody wants to have their mcdonald's big mac and all of a sudden, there's a hint of cinnamon. Nobody mm. is like, but, but mm. some people might go, "God, that's great." Well, I mean, like, cinnamon, that's, that's cinnamon fine. is a bit, cinnamon is a bit extreme. But, but like, um, you know, have you instance, ever had cinnamon I, I, on I a guess, hamburger? It's good. Well, in a barbecue sauce, I, I would think I've that's had, what I'm I've, saying. I've had and cinnamon it, forward barbecue. And that's sauce. what I'm Sorry, saying. Sure. You have a little well, and I think that's because... well, and I think that's what's interesting, right? Like, you can bite into a burger, 
a mushroom is going to add something different. A yes. jalapeno, a jalapeno is going to add something different. A habanero Absolutely. sauce or, or or any kind of sauce is going to because I mean a chutney, you know, a mango chutney at, is yeah, going to I mean, take. Look it's at, really not what you expect, but that burger, doesn't make it bad. It's the same McDonald's burger, right. but with a little bit of a flave, a little well, bit of a decoration you'd expect, and it's fine and it's nice. It's it's, it's some just, people really like that, and some people really really don't. Not even just McDonald's. I think bur a burger is a great uh, uh, a kind of stand-in for 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 film, right? It is a thing that we all know what it is and what it's supposed to be, right? It is yeah. a, it is a it is a meat patty, whatever kind of meat, okay? Um, a meat patty and then buns, like whatever the accoutrements that you put on the burger. That's the kind of flavor that each individual filmmaker brings to. Like you say, the story of uh, like Romeo and Juliet, right? Just and not even Romeo and Juliet. That's a that's kind of a, just, a, a that, that connotes like a doomed love story. But just let's say like just boy meets girl, right? Just generic from, from boy generic meets girl premise. from opposite sides of a dueling sure, the tracks faction. Or something. Yeah, 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 whatever yeah. it is, you know, this rich yeah, yeah. guy. I mean, that's pretty in pink. That's fucking. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, what, what, I mean, every, almost every John Hughes movie is basically oh, say Romeo anything. and Juliet. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's basically yeah, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. And right, yeah, it's what the writers and the directors. It's what it's it's what they bring to it that makes that burger that film. Very. I mean, how many chef, how many chefs out there are making? you know, their signature burger. And it's like, well, why is Bobby Flay's better than Guy Fieri's or whoever? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's what they're bringing to it. And then in, in that moment, that's what they're bringing to it, right? You know, um, this this was what was fresh at the market today. And I was like, you know what? Instead of fucking iceberg, I want arugula on my burger today. Because yeah. it's fresh, it's at the thing. And I, you know, I got a good deal on it. They got these nice mushrooms right now. They got some nice peppers right now. So yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna incorporate that into my burger right now. And then I think that's what, I think that's the, the kind of the, the cool thing that I love about really good filmmakers. Look, there are people like, uh, uh, you know what? I don't even want to name people out. It's Brett just, Ratner. There are, there are generic. Okay, fine. You did it. <laughs> like, there are generic. There are, like, let's be honest. I mean, there are fucking yeah. generic filmmakers out there that just want to churn shit out. I mean, like, look. Uh, you know, Sharknado is fine. I've never actually even seen any of it. I've seen clips. Um, I highly you know, recommend that you watch it. It's not an enjoyable experience, sure, but it no. is hysterical. It's but hysterical. There are people that churn these things out. Okay? Yeah. And like, that's fine. And there is a place for it. And I, like, I don't fucking mind it. I don't have to eat that shit burger. I don't have to watch that shit movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's it, the, the two things that in my piece that I was like, because you know, I, I get, I get that 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 Coffin thinks, you know, that it's shit, and and I said, and this is how I wrote. I like the food superhero movies, which for the most part I love, are the Big Macs of cinema. Sitcoms are the Subway sandwiches of television. Films like Charlie Kaufman's "I'm Thinking of Indie Things," like all of his creations, are kind of like the sushi made fresh in front of you. If you want more people to eat sushi, the answer cannot be to tell the audience, what are you stupid? All the food you eat is shit. Eat the sushi, dumb fucks. That doesn't work. It simply doesn't work. No. And what I, my, my final line to him is what I, and I do believe this, what I really think is fun about art is that it's subjective. And as I put some art, you know, one, you know, one man's mouthful of shit is another man's rim job and to each his own, man. Sure. Now, look, I mean, it's funny you, you said, like, I've had really bad sushi. And I'm not talking, oh, from, a I gas, don't like I'm not talking from a gas station, yeah, but no, like, like, you know, from like a legit place. And like, I'm like, why the fuck am I paying $14 for these six rolls? Like that was, it's horribly put together. The fish tastes day old, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, there's even bad. So like, if that's the level, like there's even bad sushi, there's even oh, yeah. bad, there's even bad steakhouses out there. Yeah, right? like, absolutely. You know, so yeah. It's Sizz just, Sizzler is and a like, steakhouse I, and that ain't good look, steak. You know, kind of like anybody else. And like you, you, you've busted my balls about this a couple of times and I, 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 I've taken umbrage and I appreciate it. You know, it's gone back and forth. Right. But like, I would say to Charlie Kaufman, like until you're prepared to fucking finance everybody's fucking delicious beautiful fucking movies be prepared for uh some more garbage out there because that's just some that's people just finance it. some people finance garbage it just that is what it is so 
So you're prepared to step up, put your money where your mouth is. You can have your opinion. That's cool. But well, and, he, and in the meantime, he gets he gets to make the strangest movies ever and he gets to do sure. it on his own terms. They're still financed. Yeah. They still get an audience, you know, and 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 some people, some people, I guess that's the thing I, I really appreciate. I You know, well, I don't appreciate necessarily his anger. I understand it, but I really appreciate it is what I appreciate is like, and I I said, you know, some, some artists are going to be very autonomous with their voice and they're going to say the thing that is most important to them and, Mm -hmm. and then hope that there's somebody out there that likes it. Um, But those artists that are wildly successful with the whole of the audience are really, really rare. It's very rare for an yeah. artist to say, I'm going to say this is the, I'm not going to make any concession to kind of bring in the most people to, 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 to the least common denominator of this shit. I'm, I'm, you know, it, 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 it's pretty rare. And so right. to complain that there are people that make a lot of stuff for everybody to love and in order to do that, it's probably a bit watered down. It's kind of derivative. The story's been told a thousand times. Maybe you're just doing it with a different green screen. Hey, you know what? You can't blame the makers as much. You know, you can. They take some blame. But, you know, the fact that the audience goes to it. I mean, you know, you can't be mad at Marvel for making Marvel movies when every fucking body goes and pays money for it. It's no, as much I, the audience's fault as it is. You know, oh, that's what they want. A hundred percent. We've talked about this before, specifically yeah. about the, the the kind of Marvel, the MCU. Um, yeah, it, I don't know if people were clamoring for it. I think there was a, I think there was a subset of people who were like you, who were into yeah. the comics and <clears throat> I'm sure you probably saw the, what was it? The Roger Corman. Didn't he do a couple of fucking. Yeah. He did. Roger Corman did. Uh, movies fa- back he did it. Well, he did he a the fantastic rights. four movie and right, it's one of okay. the worst. It's one of the yeah. worst. I, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's, the, I'll be honest with you. It's not as bad as the two that Fox made, but oh uh, God. yeah, sure. Sure. At least like, it was you know, true the to Hulk, the comics. There was the Hulk TV. There was the Hulk TV show. There was yeah. the Spider-Man. There was the Spider-Man live action TV show. Absolutely. So, like the shit was out there and I don't know that anyone was necessarily like clamoring for it. Right. But then like once it, it, it hit and look, I, you know, we're talking about, yeah, this is going to be a nice segue into our movie tonight, but like, we're talking about, you know, a guy who, really created um the mcu yeah, absolutely I mean, he, he, I mean, he didn't create it but like he blew yeah, the fucking doors he, open he he opened the movie. door he opened the door so that I mean, kevin kicked feige it, kicked it yeah open. so like, that kevin feige oh, can say Christ. i can i can take this you found mm-hmm. the formula this works so well that um i'm gonna i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna make a 24 movie story yeah. arc and yeah. and 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 it's going to be one of the most successful story arcs and, and episodic movie experiences of all time. And, so and so yeah, you got to you got to give and, and and this guy that created that came from independent in, film. independent filmmaking. So yeah, it's, but but to your point, I mean, I yes, it's it's equal measure audience and um, audience participation and film. If the audience stops showing up, which I believe is starting to happen with the Marvel, yeah. oh, I just I, at least the films. Dude, I, I can't I, talk about the just, TV shows. Hey, but just films, between you, just between you and me, and I know this is going to come as a big I, I won't shock tell, to you. I won't tell anybody listening. Okay, today. this is just between you and me. But I canceled my Disney Plus the other day. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mostly, I, mostly you know. so can I, 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 mostly so I could afford to to do a payment plan on an Apple watch, which I'm excited yeah. about, but I realized I don't really watch the, I, I, you know, secret invasion just really left me disappointed. She Hulk was very disappointing. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not as, I mean, the, you know, it, it's been a long time since it was like end game, which I thought was brilliant and wonderful. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that was a long time in between those, right, a lot of really right. bad shit in between. I was like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to pay $12 a month for this right. shit. 
and look, that's ultimately what happens. And that ultimately, like, if people are tired of seeing certain things, then stop paying to see the certain things. And then uh, the system will have to course correct. It just that's happens. That's exactly. It's the way it happens. happens. It always happens. I mean, I mean point, you had surfing, the independent... surfing movies were the most popular thing in America until you, surfing movies weren't the most popular right. thing in America. That's you just how it the, works. You had the kind of independent auteur uh, 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 wave that happened in the late 60s and early 70s because people were tired of seeing fucking overblown big budget hollywood bullshit and i think stage i think stagecoach the fucking musical with like john wayne singing and yep. stuff. it's like people are like what the fuck is this nonsense i literally tanked a studio now i think yeah. the studio i think the studios themselves are too big to fail at this point if only because they're owned by multinational corporations so like that's china not gonna, it's not gonna fucking happen anymore they're owned but china. um but if people stop paying to see certain things they're going to be like yeah like let's stop making those things and we got to figure out what the hell else to make so yep. you know and that's why i think and that's why i think there will always be a place for independent filmmakers i agree because they're they're coming at it from their very uh personal idiosyncratic uh view of the world and I think if if we can let's segue into tonight's film, which is is you know it's a kind of derivative story about uh, uh, you know a guy in a new place looking for love. Remember the first week after she told you? Don't remind me. Huh? Couldn't even leave your place. You know you just sat around your stuffy apartment, sitting there drinking orange juice, feeling sorry for yourself. Now look at you, man, right? I mean, you got a part in the movie. Day. Whatever, Mike, it's work. You understand? You're doing what you love to do. What the hell is she doing now? Selling scrap metal. Okay. And this guy she's seeing, what the hell does he do? He drives a carriage. What? I heard he drives a carriage around Central Park. Oh, or Mike, please. You're the fun loving, outgoing party guy, and you're sweating some lawn jockey. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Telling you, man, you're better off without this girl. You gotta trust me on this, Mike. All right, buddy? Stop talking. <laughs> shut up. Okay, I'm gonna try. I promise you, I will shut up. If you shut the hell up, and we're gonna make this work. You're damn right, you're gonna. Let's get home. Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a breakup story. Sometimes it's a fine. Wrong places. You I know. think my favorite. Yeah. I think my favorite quote. I, and I actually love this quote because uh, I watched it and then I went back because I went, oh, OK. So there were some things that I thought I remembered that were not what I remembered. Um, mm. For example, um, for some reason, I thought because I think I probably saw it the first time and the last time I saw it was it had to be in 96. Yeah, I mean, it was was sure. there, the, you know, is is the gags sort of like the filmic gags where you kind of uh, um, homages Reservoir Dogs and homages mm -hmm. uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. I thought. I thought in my mind, I thought there were like a whole bunch of those things. And those are really the only two. And I yeah. went, oh, so I went back and I looked and I love this line. This is from a review. 90 minutes spent learning how not to pick up girls. This is what <laughs> the movies were made for, isn't it? I love that line. So tell us about your movie. That's funny. Um, it's uh, 1996's Swingers, uh, written by and starring John Favreau. Uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, God, uh, directed by, I thought I had it fucking pulled up. I'm such Don an Lyman. asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Doug Lyman. Yeah. Who Doug Lyman. I mean, look, what's interesting is like all of these people have gone on. Ron to, like, Livingston. Major, yeah. huge, huge shit. Uh, yeah. Patrick Van Horn, uh, which yeah. played Sue, which apparently no one has fucking heard from, I guess. In like he was in, he was in Boogie Nights. He was in Boogie Nights. Who did yeah, he play he in Boogie Nights? Okay. You oh my god, dude! How did I not yeah, find this? Yeah, he's in Boogie Holy Nights. Um, is 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 uh, when uh, it's Dirk Diggler? He's created sort of like his dude, his James not, Bond thing. Is that not him? That's not him. I'm looking at his god. He looks just no. He that's looks not just him. like him. Okay, I have to look his. I, I mean, guess he. Whoever, well, hold on. I guess he did pop back up in Four Christmases in 2008, which is a okay. Favreau. Uh, yeah, Bond, I, I, I can't believe okay. that's not him. The no, same guy no, that's in Boogie no, Nights. I can't no. believe that's not the same guy. Wow. He looks. Yeah, no. Because the minute I saw his face, I went, "Where have I seen him before?" And I went, 
Oh, that's that guy from Boogie Nights. That's like, yeah, I guess yeah. not. Oh, oh they, when when the girl overdoses? No, when when uh, when they basically replace Dirk Diggler and make the oh, knockoff. oh yeah 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 yeah, that yeah like guy. the the, yeah, yeah. the other guy yeah the other sure, sure, the other sure. Dirk Diggler that they hired to be that thing <laughs> I just I think it looks like maybe they just I just think they look exactly the same I just totally That's thought it was so the same funny. Actor. anyway anyway yeah but it's great cast so yeah it's it's a it's a great cast it, at the time it was a it very much was like I mean these people are most of these people are all very familiar to us now I mean Doug Lyman with the fucking born the born movie. Movies and what what was that Tom Cruise the the live die repeat what the fuck was that the Edge of Tomorrow I mean the guy has done like no 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 Doug Lyman Go he's a great director do you remember Go I do great fucking great movie great film yeah you know I mean but these this is like the beginning of so many careers and. You know, like Favreau, uh, 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 Vince Vaughn, like they had done a little acting. They were in Rudy. Um, yeah. They had done a little acting before this, but like this is the shit that put them on the fucking map. Yeah. And, the, you know, the movie was made for like 200 grand that was like scraped together by Doug Lyman, which is why he was like, I'm scraping this money together. I'm going to direct it. You know, some people have said, like, I don't know if that's stuck in John Favreau's ass a little bit because like maybe he wanted to direct and like, Obviously, he is a very fine director that we see now. Um, but everything that I've read, like it's been very conciliatory. Um, no, no one is shitting on anybody. Like it was a very collaborative effort. Um, yeah, it just for me, I saw this movie in '96. I did not see it in the cinemas uh, at the time. Um, but once I saw it, it just like it became part of my kind of like my being kind of like my like I wanted to emulate the look um I already had loved the music um at the time I was I believe this is I mean correct me if I'm wrong I was interning for you and WNEP with yeah, the weekend of the text yeah the which was the very much in the same kind of milieu of, of yeah it was of, that night of, that 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 sort of Sinatra sixties yeah, yeah, pulpy yeah, kind yeah. of thing cocktail, going on yeah cocktail yeah. you know yeah. Um, oh, yeah so it just it hit me at a very specific time um, we've talked about this a little bit before with our other comedies that we've 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 uh, covered things that are infinitely quotable will always be my favorite movies just just because it's a it's not only that you remember it's kind of like a good song right when you start singing the lyrics along with it like you're there you're part of it um it's almost like it was created for you um and not even just comedies i mean pulp fiction was this at that time for me yeah like infinitely fucking quotable and it then becomes a, a, a a kind of shorthand a kind of exchange that you get to have with buddies you know, yeah. well, girl we, or guy we, buddies doesn't matter. Just buddies, period. And, like, and what? And I knew this when you picked it. Uh, and in watching it the first time, I I went, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is definitely a Donnie Smith pick because I I can see you at the time and and probably thereafter longing to be these guys. You know, like to have that kind of oh. thing going on. That was your jam, and I felt like, well, that's sort of the way I yearned. You know, when I was a kid, to be every John Cusack character, you know, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was, you yeah. know, I was like, I, yeah. I, I, I know who he is and say anything, and that's how I've approached women, much to my chagrin. And so I get that, and I thought that's that's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. And that was, and that was a weird thing for me because, like the the '90s movies about people my age at the time in the '90s didn't like hit for me. Yeah. You know, so I had a little bit of a disconnect. I loved. Animal House and like those kind of guys. And I was actually, I remember, I, I remember um, graduating high school and I spent a year in Chicago at UIC. So I didn't go away to school, but my sophomore year, I was going away to school and I was fucking terrified because I still thought college was Animal House. Wow. Right. Right. So like, I just had no concept of it, even having been in Chicago for that year. Right. Um so yeah, there, there, there's there, there's that disconnect of the '80s kids, which I loved those movies; they were great. That but was they, me. But they were, I was so much younger than them. 
not yeah. so much younger than them, like 10 years younger. But at that point, at that when time, you're, when you're 10 when, years old and they're yeah, 16, that's a lot 17, younger. That's, that's a, huge a lot gap. younger. That's right. a lot like yeah. the gap between 30 and 40 is not who fucking cares. Right. But yeah. like yeah. when you're that age, it, like the gap was there. But like with this movie, I was just like, oh, shit. And just that that kind of that that friendship, that that buddy fucking like we're looking out for this guy. We're going to help you out. We're going to do this. The wingman. Right. Like, yeah. I was really like that was so fucking cool to me. And I never had that in high school, like ever. Um, like I, I, I took a, I took a lot of dance classes. I started doing theater. I got picked on a lot for that. And a lot of my friends, majority of my friends were, were, were women, girls, you know, young, young women. And you know, the, to, to see these guys, this clique of guys like looking out for each other. And yeah, they bust some balls from time to time. You know, they do get in a little, uh, Sue gets in the little tiff with, with, yeah, uh, yeah, with the gun with, and with Mikey with the, you don't know, but like, that was so fucking cool and special to me. Um, so yeah, and again, just the, the the vibe of it all, the 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 fucking outfits. Like I went out, Don. I went to, I can't even remember the name of the joints, but there were so many places on like Belmont and North Avenue, not the alley. Although there was a was it Ragstock? I think was right yeah, on the yeah. There's a Ragstock. Yeah. So, I, dude, I went. I bought fucking. I bought the bowling shirts. I bought the fucking pleated dress pants. I bought the thin belts, the thin, the skinny ties. I mean, I was doing the whole fucking thing at that point. I had the fucking. I had the pocket chain. The pocket. Uh, yeah. Look to, to the to the the belt loop to the, my wallet in the back pocket. Like I had the whole fucking thing, man. Like I loved this. I I still love the movie. Um, it's fun because I like I hadn't revisited it in a while. Um, it fucking plays. The story plays. The dialogue plays. There are some. There's some. There's some itchy moments where, uh, you know, calling girls skanks and 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 um, when the pink dot guy comes over or when yeah. he's talking about when he's talking about having the hots for that girl who played Judy Garland at the MGM Grand and he's yeah. like, does that make me a fag or something? And it's like it's yeah. like a little cringy, but like. Uh, it's that's not, how people it's talk super, in the 90s. It's, yeah, it's how they talked. And it's like, it's, it's, a, not, yeah. it's not super offensive. It's not meaning. It's not demeaning. You know, it's not mean spirited. No, no, no. Mean spirited. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yes, not mean spirited. Yes. It's just a part of the comedy. A little cringy it's, dialogue. But yeah, it's, well, it's interesting to me uh, because, and, and I, like I said, while, while I was watching it the first time, I went, yeah, I know exactly why you like, I, I know exactly why you love this movie. <laughs> I don't find any of these guys terribly charming um no I, that's what's I, fun I, about it I, well i mean you know but but because <laughs> i don't find them all that charming there aren't that many moments where i really love it i uh, will say it is my favorite it might be my favorite moment in the movie and it might be my favorite moment in maybe any breakup i'm trying to find love kind of movie it might mm -hmm. be my favorite moment because it hurts so fucking oh. much to watch is the fucking repeated voice yeah. messages to yeah. Nikki because yeah. it's not just once it's not just twice it's so many fucking times she finally picks up the phone and says don't call me again hi uh nikki this is mike i met you at the um at the dresden uh tonight uh I just called to, to say that I had a great time and you should call me tomorrow or in uh, two, two days, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, my number is 213-555-4679. Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. Hi, uh, Nikki. This is Mike again. I, I just called because it sounded like your your machine might have cut me off when I when I uh, before I finished leaving my number. Anyway, uh, and you know, and also, um, sorry to call so late, but you were still at the Dresden when I left, so I knew I'd get your machine. Anyhow, uh, uh, my number is two one. Two one three five 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 four six seven nine. That's it. Just want to leave my number. I didn't want to think I was uh, weird or desperate. We should just uh, hang out and uh, see where it goes because it's nice and uh, you know expectations. So okay, thanks a lot. Bye bye.
I just got out of a six-year relationship, okay? That should help explain why I'm acting so weird. I just wanted you to know that. It, it's not you, it's me. I'm sorry. This is Mike. Hi, Nikki. This is this is Mike. Could you just uh, call me when you get in? I'm going to be up for a while, and I'd just rather speak to you in person instead of trying to fit it all into... Fuck! Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. Uh, Nikki and Mike. This, uh, this, just, this just isn't working out. I, I think you're great, but uh, I, maybe we should just some, take some time off from each other. It's not you, it's me, it's what, it's what I'm going through. All right, uh, it, 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 it's only been six months. Mike? Nikki, great! D did you just uh, walk in or were you, were you listening all along? Don't ever call me again. Wow, I, I guess you're home. I oh love God. that moment because I'm it's, that <laughs> moment. And, and what I love about Favreau in writing that, what I love about that scene, and it really is my favorite scene in that movie and maybe sure. in, in, in many movies of that genre, is, yeah. is that not only it, 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 it evoked in me the same reaction when you're watching a really good jump scare movie. Uh -huh. and, and you know they're going to open the door and the killer's right behind the door and you're literally yelling at the screen saying, no, oh, yeah. yep. don't open the door. I'm like, yeah, every yeah. time yep. he picks the phone up, I'm like, like yep. dude, 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 dude no, don't yep. do it. Oh, I, I love was, that. I was watching it with Mimi and she's, she, because she hadn't seen it in a long time either. And she's, we're watching it, watching it, watching it. And she's just like, Jesus Christ, stop. Don't just don't. Oh man, he's doing it again. Just don't stop. Just stop. Just stop. She was literally yelling it yeah, at the fucking yeah. TV. I, that's what I was I doing. The same like, thing. This is it's great. so fucking funny. <laughs> it's one of the things I think. And if there's a criticism that I have for Lyman's direction is, um, and I and I think it pays off sometimes, and then sometimes it doesn't pay off. And I'll give you the two examples on time. Is that I, I think there's the you know there's that that uh, rule of comedy in threes. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, and if you uh -huh. go, and if you go more than three, you have you to do keep the going. Well, you have to do the Beavis a butthead thing and just do it so many times until you lose consciousness and start laughing from that. And it, the example is like each, some of the bits, some of the moments are just too fucking long. Now in the case of the phone call, the phone messages, it's just too many, but it just, builds and builds and builds until you're just about to lose your mind well they have an entire relationship yeah they have an entire relationship in those phone six voice messages yes, and then, yes but then on the other hand i think the <laughs> reservoir dogs uh slow-mo thing mm -hmm. is is a good 30 seconds long. It, i mean he's it, yeah. it's funny it's funny when they're walking down the street as soon as they get to well, the cars, it's not funny anymore. Well, it's just it's like, well, come on. What's what's funny about that, you know, you said there's only those two moments, right? There's actually a third moment, and it's okay, right before good. it's right before the slow-mo walking down the scene. They he they try to emulate the reservoir dogs talking around the circle. Oh, that's okay. That makes sense. That makes literally sense. right before they yeah, do yeah. the slow-mo walking. So okay. like yeah, it's a little too long. The slow mo itself is not it's not shot. It's sort of well. it's, it's sort of jaggy it's choppy. Yeah, it's choppy. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that same slow mo keeps happening all the way to the Dresden, right? Yeah. Like because it's like they, they it's the car doors opening. It, that's what I say. It, it's too much. You it's made your point. Yeah, 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 it's too much. You made it's your point. Much. And I but, think Lyman does it. He does it a couple of times in the film where he he does take a gag and pushes it just a little further. It takes a little bit longer than is necessary. And mm -hmm. sometimes, and I think it's about a 50-50 ratio where sometimes that extra time actually benefits the moment it really gilds the moment a nice way and then sure. some of the times you kind of you, you're suddenly very aware yeah this has been directed and this guy thought it was really funny but it's probably not that funny sure and i think there's yeah, no. some i think there's some i mean look for every you know i mean look pt anderson was 20 something when he made fucking 
uh, Hard Eight and then Boogie yeah. Nights, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I talk about a, a fucking Wunderkind, right? Like, I mean, the guy's fucking phenomenal, okay? You got to think about, like, like, I mean, Lyman, these guys, they were all in their fucking early 20s. Yeah, they're, they're all kids. Movies. They're so, all like, kids, yeah. So it's like, it's it's a matter of, like, I don't know. Like, is it perfect? No. Is it is some of it forgivable because the rest of it is just that good? It's fun, yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And like, yeah, it, no, and, it's and, worth and, watching. I enjoy well, watching. That's why I watched and, it a second time. And for me, it's not so much about the filmmaking, right? Like, I think I think sometimes we 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 I get a little uh, snobby about the filmmaking of things. This is one that very much is like. The relationships, the dialogue, um, that means more to me than the presentation of it. You know, and between and you even and the backstory very... and even and even the backstory of how it got made, where yeah. you know, the, he wrote the script and they would they were just going around town. They were basically doing live readings, like staged readings for people to try to drum up money to get producers to sign on to make the movie. You know, so like th th that kind of like a uh, uh, ground up um you know fucking pull your bootstraps up we have this cool property um I, that to me means more than the actual filmmaking you know yeah and and and, the, and it's interesting you say that because that's how i approach every film you know sure. and, and granted i'm not yeah. in the industry it's to me it's it's are they good characters do i care about the characters am i invested in what they're going to do um, and do what they do. Does that make me feel like my investment was worth my time? Yeah. Sure. Tell me a good story. I don't really, I mean, it's nice if it's really highly produced or if it's, but tell me a good fucking story. That's all I care about because right. that's why I watch movies in the first place. Well, like, I, think here, I, have, I think, I think I have expectations sometimes of certain filmmakers, you know, okay, it's fair. And that's like fair. when I get, when I get, I'll get let down based on those ex expectations. You know, oh, and yeah, well, I, I don't know. Do I'm not saying bit, yeah. I'm look, it's is it fair? I who fucking cares, right? Like it's just me, it's my opinion, like uh, fair or not. Whatever. One man's like, mouth full of shit is another man's rim job, man. There you That's go. It. And I mean, like, look, I mean, you look at someone like Ben Affleck's body of work as a director, not a not, yeah, not an actor, or you look at Fincher. Uh, you know, I mean, there's 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 some good uh, Spielberg for Christ's sakes, there's yeah. some really good stuff, and then there's always. See, I like always. No, I do too. I, I do love too. always. Uh, I do too. I will it's fucking cry. adorable. We put that movie on tonight, right now, and I will. It's fucking a fucking cry adorable movie. Love it. Love it. Love it. But is it Jaws? Is it? You know what I mean? Like, is it shit? It's a different genre. It's a no, perfect no, no, no. example of a specific I genre. I know. I know. I, okay. Know. All right. All right. Uh, uh, it's sort of like the Beatles covered, right. I covered early R and B, and then they also did Glass Onion. So you know, I should on. have said Catch Me If You Can. Anyway, okay. Sorry. What? <laughs> I love that movie. All right. I want to tell you why I, I watched it a second time. Um, yeah. I, I, because, like I said, I watched it the first time, and then I wanted to look and see what people said when it came out in the theaters. And I read this, and I went, "Oh, oh, that's fascinating." And I have to watch it again to see if this holds up. But this is this is a this is a, a quote from a the, the, one of the, one reviewer uh, compared it to a strange, more hopeful version of Kerouac's "On the Road." Wow. Now here's okay. this was she writes. Okay. She says, okay. "Quote." I know. Quote. Dean gave no sign of discomfiture, just a goofy, glad grin that said to us, "Ain't we getting our kicks anyway?" And that was it. Trent is Dean Moriarty. That's uh -huh. who he is. He's yeah, 100%. Yeah. The goofy glad grin, the perfect uh -huh. latter-day Dean. In his mythic early days, Kirik writes in On the Road, Dean just talked and talked and talked with a voice that was once hypnotic and strange and was said to make the girls come across the street by sheer force of persuasion. That wow. is Vince Vaughn. That's Vince wow. Vaughn's character. Yeah. Okay. Then you also have, okay, on the other side, Kerouac, uh, Mike in the, in the book, he's yeah, sensitive, yeah. hesitant, college educated. Um, he, he, he's Mike is a perfect Sal paradise. Sal Kerouac's 
you know, alter ego who's on the road looking for kicks, but hated to drive and drove carefully to Kirak writing in and about the late forties kicks meant a fast car, a coast to reach and a woman at the end of the road, not to mention assorted coochie coochie joints, Negro bars, Mexican horrors and constant bop for Dean. Those things are an end to themselves, right? But for mm-hmm. Sal, I want to marry. This is from on the road. I want to sure, marry sure. a girl. He tells Dean and Mary Lou, so I can rest my soul with her until we both get old. Wow. Basically, yeah. and, and that's so I read that. And I went, I oh my god, how, I have to watch yeah. this movie again because and 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 it holds up that in 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 sort of like the 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 trajectory of on the road. It's not entirely the whole trajectory, but it's sort no, of like no, but. These characters are those two characters from yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. one of it's, my favorite novels ever written. And I went, like, oh, um, that's cool. It's like the warriors being based on that fucking Greek. T- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a hundred percent. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not beat but, by beat through the story, but like overall, yeah, I wonder, I, I wonder, I've, I did not read anything about that in terms of intentionality. It just uh, hit on, me. On no, Favreau's yeah. Part. No, I, mean, I, I just read that imagine. it was based on to, his breakup. Look, yeah. I have to but, imagine. Yeah, exactly. But I have to imagine Favreau fucking read on the on road. the road. Like, of I, course I, he come did. Up. Of course We've he all did. Yeah. Fucking read it. You know, yeah. like yeah. Um, yeah, I oh god, that's so fucking fascinating. Yeah, that's, that's why I watched it a second time because cool. I wanted to see that's if that really analogy cool. held up, and sure enough, it fucking that's holds cool. up, even yeah. to the point that at the end of On the Road, Dean is seen to be a little bit of a doofus. You know, he yeah, kind yeah, of fucks the, up. The curtain is the curtains pulled back. Yeah, yeah. The curtains yeah. pulled yeah. back, and and yeah. in this movie, at the end, well, he's got the baby woman. Well, and that's a moment where he looks like an idiot, and it's just like he even got that's that's even that's a why, parallel. And that's why I don't think there was insert uh, intentionality with it because uh, everything that I've read, the movie was supposed to end with the Lorraine phone call. I wanted to talk to you. He hangs up on the ex-girlfriend and takes the call with Lorraine, right? And yeah. she's talking about like, well, I don't know if I, I was going to wait six days. My friends told me, but and he's just sitting there smiling, like, oh my god, I've met, I've met my girl, right? Yeah. The 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 coda, uh, the way the movie really does end, um, was kind of a it was a gag. Favreau had that situation happen to him in an airport. He saw some, it was, it was a guy, it was not a girl, but it was a guy. And he's like sitting like aisles away in the airport. And the guy is just like waving at him and doing this and like poking and being real playful. And this, that, and the other. And Favreau's like, what? Or, uh, uh, Vaughn is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is happening? And then sure enough, the guy gets up and like goes to get his fucking child. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like Favreau heard that story and was like, no, 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 no. The movie has to end with that specifically because, you know, like, 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 well, maybe it was intentional now that I'm kind of talking about it. Yeah. yeah I mean, it feels I mean, it like was, uh, not intentional, not in, I mean, obviously it was intentional because it was a good yeah, yeah. cap to the movie, but like, yeah, I wonder that would be I something. Do. Did you ever watch dinner, dinner, dinner for five? Yeah. The Favreau, the Favreau show. I yeah. fucking loved it. was good. It was show. good. It was. Yeah. If, if we were on dinner for five, like I would love to ask that if question. that was an intent. Yeah, because that, that's what I, I thought mean, was like. Because that's that's really fucking cool. That's you say you don't do fucking research, Don. Like I do a little bit. That's really fucking cool. I like. I like to bring something to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah. all the actors in this film, just yeah, just fun. I love seeing young Ron. Ron Livingston is oh, always Ron just Livingston. consistently so just the funniest. He's not charming. Just, He's not charming. Yeah, that. He's well, no, so charming, his dude. character is charming. Pretty God. much, I, I can do without yeah. Vince Vaughn and Sue most of the time in that Yo, movie. Vince as Vaughn, people, I slap well, no, they're the shit out exactly of him. just constantly Ugh. like when he gets up on the fucking diner table. I just kind of want to beat the shit out of him. However, oh, God, yeah. However, <laughs> um, I'm. I, I can say. I can say as an adult man that I'm glad I never saw you with your with your hip chain. Um, oh yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. You know. right. It wasn't super. It wasn't like Sue. Long. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, exactly. If if you were wearing something like that, I I I would think less of you. Just on a oh, on a personal level. Yeah. It's just you know. What about the wingtips? Is that okay? No, I like the wingtips. Wingtips wing okay, are cool. And bowling shirts are kick-ass. But that fucking chain, yeah. that pointless yeah, chain. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. All right, but for my what's triple- funny, too, is oh, like when I, moved, when I moved out here to L.A., um, we uh, we did the whole – Corinne and I uh, did the whole fucking Swingers tour. And we still do. I mean, the Dresden is still a go-to place. Uh, unfortunately, Marty of Marty and Elaine uh, has passed away. 
Um, but they were there every fucking night doing their covers with you oh, know, the so drums funny. and the fucking keyboard. And they had a stand-up bass sometimes. Some They would have different guests, musical guests come in with them. But they were there every fucking night. I mean, it That's blew awesome. me away when I walked in because I was expecting it to be packed. And it wasn't. Like the, the kind of trend of it kind of like died off. But like it was still cool to be there. The restaurant was great. They make good food. Um, the Derby, the, the, the bar at the very end, is uh, it's no longer there. But they had that buttressed wood ceiling dome fucking thing with the surround bar. Um, God, it was a magical, magical fucking place. You had the big band in one room, and then they had these little like side areas and like offshoot rooms. And I remember there was just a trumpet player improvising with a DJ over fucking like hip hop beats. I just like, I was like, where the fuck? Like, this is why I fucking moved to LA, right? Like not even just LA, but like New York, Chicago, like this is why people, this is why people live in fucking major cities because like you get this kind of cool, this cool shit. You know? There's a lot of cool. Yeah. A lot of cool. Exploration of fucking cool, man. And like, yeah. So, uh, uh, and, and, Corinne and I went so far, there was a, a former buddy, unfortunately, but um, he called me up and said, hey, uh, my wife and I are going to be in there. My, my, my fiance and I are going to be in Vegas. You should come meet her. And I was like, okay. So Corinne and I got in the car at like six, seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And did we did the swingers tour. We drew, drove straight out to Vegas. It took like four and a half, almost five hours. Cause it's about Friday five night. hours. Yeah. Yeah. The, tra- like the that. traffic on a Friday night, especially is fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was that thing where like you crest that hill and go down into the valley and there's all the fucking lights in the middle of the desert. And um, yeah, we stayed up all night. We didn't get a hotel room. We stayed up all night. We got kicked out of the hard rock because she didn't, she left her fucking ID at home. And Corinne, I mean, Corinne looks. Fucking go to still. Vegas without your ID. What are you I, doing, dude? It fucking pissed me. If the you fuck win off, anything, like, you can't keep it, man. Well, she uh, thankfully she didn't have any money, so she wasn't playing anything. So that's all right, fine. there you go. But somebody, she was sitting at a, she was just sitting at a, 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 a slot at the Hard Rock, and yeah, a, a bouncer came up and was like, "Can I see your ID?" Because I mean, at the time, especially, she looked yeah. very young, you know. And now yeah, we got. Fucking escorted out. Got bounced. Fucking hard rock. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. The only yeah, thing, had- the only thing about having lived in Las Vegas, and I and I I I am now very aware of this. Every time I see a movie where somebody goes to Las Vegas, um, and this is true for almost every movie I've seen in Las Vegas, they always have the the characters, whoever the character, do that drive down the strip. Yeah, and it's, nev- and it's never in the correct order at all it's not oh, even no, close no, to where the not. actual casinos are and and that always just kind of annoys the shit out of me i oh, don't dude, know why dude it's like anything shot in chicago you know it's yeah i know off. I, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. like wait a minute wait a minute you just showed that that's seven miles from exactly it's like yeah what the yeah. fuck are you doing yeah well and they were and they were playing they were <laughs> that you know the, the the casino that they go to do you remember yeah. what they call it they call it uh no i don't know what is it they call it uh, Joker's Wild. That okay, is not okay. Joke. That is not Joker's Wild. Okay. That is Arizona Charlie's. I've uh, been there. Okay. All right. You know, and and, and the yeah, minute yeah, yeah. the minute they go into it, I recognized it. Sure. Even though it was filmed in '96, and I was there, it's the same fucking. It hasn't changed since then. It yeah, has yeah, not yeah. changed a lot, and so it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. Well, room. and I love I that, that too. I love this movie too for that kind of guerrilla style of yeah. shooting. You know, yeah, they really because Joker's and, and Wild and Joker's Wild is not on the strip, and neither is Arizona Charlie. So no, no, just that's that's totally that, those are things I think is are that funny. Fremont. Yeah. That's more Fremont Street. No, Arizona Charlie's is like on Charleston. I mean, Way it's, off. it's okay. yeah, they're they they are they are off off strip casinos. There's two of them but i love but, it you uh, know and 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 lyman has said and favreau has said like you know what there's no point in closing a place like we didn't have the budget to close the place down yeah you gotta, pay, yeah you gotta pay people to close it down and then you have to ship in extras and pay them too so fuck it stay open the bars all stayed open yeah. um and they just used real people and you know and look i live in la like if you're going onto a quote-unquote live set They've got fucking signs out everywhere that sure, says I'm sure. you're stepping onto a live set by being by walking in our doors right now. You are signing off your rights to be a part of whatever's filming right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You're not like, getting I get paid. it, right? And it's it 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 doesn't stick out to me at all 
until the very, very end when they're in the Derby and Favreau is approaching Heather Graham, Lorraine, uh-huh. and he's about to sidle up next to her at the bar. And there's this fucking dude that dude that he that he mushes over. Yeah. 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 And the guy fucking looks at him like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? And then you see him look directly at the fucking camera. Exactly. Yeah. And then it just kind of cuts away. It's a funny moment. That's fucking brilliant. I caught that moment twice, maybe less. Assorted drinks, your favorite beverages, hot coffee, hot dogs the way you like them. Ice cream. For the triple features, uh, you went one direction. I like that we do well, this because you, you went one direction. I, have, I went a different I don't know. One. I don't know the last time you looked at the notes because I've. And oh, I have might, you changed it? And I might change something right now. So you All should right. go first, please. All right. Well, please I'm go. definitely going to go first. This is your <laughs> choose, so you get to close it out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My my triple feature is all sort of the uh, the the trope of chasing find trying to find love trying to sure. find love after yep. losing love that's really yep. it and yep. uh and and then also trying to combine finding that love with a bunch of fucking idiots and and having an entire movie filled with really memorable and funny banter along mm-hmm. those lines okay mm-hmm. that was kind of my triple feature so the first one is 1997's chasing amy fuck yeah you know it's Love it's it. uh it's just so much fun. It's just such a fun movie. You know, what's it connects I, I, to I, clerks I, with characters. It's yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I've yeah, heard. Super I fun. mean, there have been a couple of like fucking think pieces recently about how it's it's problematic with the whole trying to like trying to change a you know a lesbian into a streak or blah 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 blah. Like you know, it is what it is. I think. I think it's a. I think it's a very well written movie. It's funny. I think, I think the acting is is wonderful. It's before Ben Affleck for me became kind of insufferable. Yeah. Um. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams is. She's so good. And I beautiful. fucking wish we saw more of her. Oh, she, I wish she, Lee is. He's so funny. Phenomenal. So I funny in that movie. And I did. I he's the Vince Vaughn of that movie. He's I, the Vince Vaughn of that movie. Yeah. I didn't watch. My name is Earl. Like I just, it wasn't my kind of vibe. That, that yeah, show. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but like he, he as an actor, yes, he he's is, just funny. He has that vibe. That vibe. He's got that vibe. You got to have that vibe. And then yeah. my follow up. So I, I, I literally would start with Swingers. I would go to okay. Chasing Amy, and then I would okay. end. Because while you uh, watched these guys and said, "Gosh, I want to be like them," oh uh, yeah, of course. I yeah. watched this guy <laughs> growing up, and I wanted to be like him. Uh, uh, John Cusack in two thousands, High Fidelity. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. It's one of my favorite movies of the genre. It's adorable. It's funny. It's got uh-huh. Jack Black. I mean, th- there isn't anything about that movie that I don't love. And it's it's got all the things where he's trying to navigate a breakup that he can't quite get past and all his different breakups and all his exes. In the meantime, he's got all these great, stupid, uh-huh. funny, memorable, quotable conversations yeah. with Jack yeah. Black yeah. Um, and those guys in the fucking record store yeah, yeah. Uh, about music. And it's just it's just super fun. And I love I love that. So in terms of and again, like I said, those genres are pretty repetitive in their in their material, but yeah, it is the specific people and yep. how they're doing it. Yep. I can yep. I can watch all three of those movies and, and feel like I got yep. uh, a, a full meal, a full oh, meal phenomenal. of not shit. That's great. Thank you, Charlie. Great. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the this is the heart heart heartbreak heart fixed fucking yeah, triple feature. I love it. I it's great. That's a great. And it's I the triple feature that I'm now in the mood to, to watch because I'm know, right? now yeah, finally yeah. past. Yeah. I think Did I'm you... finally past my my broken heartedness. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Sure. Hey, I'm Did gonna you wear... read the book or no? Have oh, yeah, of course. You yeah, I read, read the, the book, book before. Yeah. I read the book before the movie was made because I, I, well, I, I, I. It's been a rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was a big fan right. of the book. And so when they okay. said they were making the movie, I was thrilled. And then when they said it was going to be John Cusack, I just about crapped my pants. Reckless Records. Did you ever go there? Yeah, yeah, I love records. That is where I bought because I didn't have vinyl uh, back in the day. But like, Reckless Records had the fucking best selection of used VHS tapes. Oh yeah, like fucking anywhere, anywhere. They're still open. And are they really? Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. One of the few things I'm knowing is still open. Yeah, at the time being in Chicago at UIC, and then coming up to uh, even before that, coming up to intern with you guys at WNAP. like that's how I that's how I found Reckless Records, and like I was just starting to call uh, uh, uh pull my uh, VHS collection together, and like that to me, like so, 
I didn't have the kind of the, the music vinyl kind of vibe of high fidelity, but definitely like the VHS tape and yeah. which ver which version the movie is it? version of vinyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which 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 cassette tape is it? Is it the British version or is it this cut or oh uh, yeah. No, a great fucking movie. I have to watch this go. one again. Been yeah, yeah, it's time. a lot of fun. All yeah. right, so you've changed yours up, so I don't know what you're going to tell yeah, me. Yeah, man. What's, what's your a, triple you know, feature, babe? I'm going to go. I, I'll tell you the order afterwards. My my first pick uh, it has to be 2001 Made, which was written and directed by John Favreau. This is Favreau's uh, directorial debut. Uh, Peter Falk, my man Columbo, is in this motherfucker, right? Like, it's a great movie in terms of seeing how Favreau's career blew the fuck up after Swingers. And then he gets this opportunity. And it's just like everything that he's been able to make for himself to build his way up to being who he is now in terms of the fucking MCU and the fucking Mandalorian. Star Wars, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the guy is just built like... Uh, just like see, I, empire for I have to confess, yeah. I've never seen Made. That's one of the movies oh, you've been. I've yeah. never seen Made, so now I have to watch it. Yeah, I I own this one. I've owned it since it it came out on DVD. Um, it's not as good as Swingers. I, I'll just be honest, it's not as good as Swingers, um, for me. Um, but it is that it's that it's 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 that evolution uh, of of the actor, of the filmmaker, of the writer. Um, it's just it's it's cool when you get to see that. You know, you get to see a lot of times you get to see how certain directors will evolve over time. Right. But somebody who's both in front of and behind the camera, it's kind of rare. It's almost it's like it's like P.T. Anderson's not in his movies. Right. Like mm -hmm. it's rare to kind of see that happen. So like that it's like Sh it's like watching Shatner in uh, in Star Trek, the final frontier, you know, the the Star Trek five. I'm making Which a joke because that. That's okay, the worst. Like, that's the fucking worst of them. Is I'm like, he directed one is so. that? Oh, he directed that's, that? Yeah, he directed Star Trek V because it is was in the, his contract. Uh, that's the one that was Cyborg and the Search the, for God. It's a it's a piece of shit. Oh, but it's got some good lines in it, though. There's some well, good it's got good lines, but it's a terrible yeah, fucking movie. Terrible it movie. tanked okay, at yeah, the box office, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Terrible movie. Um, so yeah, it was just, just my joke. Just my joke. Sorry, it went way over my head. I was trying to take it seriously. My bad. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun, interesting movie. They it's set in New York, so like you know they're going. It's it's almost like if Mikey went back to New York uh -huh. after being in L.A. I don't know. It's it's a it's a cool, fun flick. And then you know I was gonna I was gonna say PCU from 1994. Okay, um, because it's kind of where it's kind of where Favreau started off as an actor, kind of. Uh, directed by Hart Bachner, our buddy, nice. from, our buddy from Die Hard, uh -huh. uh, Ellis from Die Hard. But I'm going to stick with Favreau as an actor-director, and I'm going to do Chef from 2014. You did change it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah I and did. I have seen so, Chef. I like yeah. Chef. I like Chef. So, Chef's a you know, really good movie. And I would. Really I would good go movie. In, I would go in that order. I would go Swingers, Made, and then Chef uh, 2014. I mean, you've got uh, uh, fucking Johnny Legs in this movie is just yeah. like – yeah, he's so fucking good, and just like, and just uh, you know, it's a little jarring. The scenes with Scarlett Johansson and Dustin Hoffman, it's a little jarring because like, they're just kind of like one-off scenes with these people, and I'm like, what? You're only here literally because of Favreau's kind of stature as a director, and like, mm -hmm. especially Scar Scarjo with the with the MCU. I'm just kind of like, ah, it's a little weird. Um, but overall. Just the movie is really well done. Yeah, it's a good write, movie. The, solid. And directed it and stars in it. So, like, just solid writing. The story is wonderful. I know that that's not how fucking food trucks work. And yeah, I know yeah, yeah. It, blah, 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 blah. But it's just, it's a wonderful... Um, it's a good story um, with good characters. The, the father-son kind yeah. of bonding with the kid. Like, it's just a beautiful, beautiful fucking movie. And the music of this movie, Mwah, Chef's Kiss, because it's 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 really really good. Yeah, that would be that would be my 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 Johnny Fav's triple feature. Nice. All right, Swingers Made and Chef. Yeah. Although you, you one of your one of yours that you were gonna pick was Four Christmases, and uh, that's one of my yeah. that's my sister's that's my sister's favorite Christmas movie. You know, well, we watch it every year. She yeah, loves not, that movie look, so much. Look, there are moments of that movie that are fucking 
hilarious. Yeah, but there's also moments where overall it's just like, the why, movie is why not, is this happening? Movie. I almost picked uh, Couples Retreat. Oh, okay. Also, <laughs> Avro, Vince yeah. Vaughn, Peter yeah. Billingsley. You know, like yeah. I almost picked that, and I was like, you know, there's some funny fucking moments, but the movie's kind of shit. Yeah, what's not, not great? Shit is Chef. So the Chef is absolutely true. Absolutely true. I, well, I that was a good, sorry, <laughs> solid pick, solid pick, solid, uh, solid Word. triple features, and yeah. and who and who knows by the time. That one airs, well, yeah, maybe the strike yeah. will be over. Be over. We don't we don't fucking know. Yeah. No I idea. mean it's not yeah. that I, I love mean, it. that that episode's not coming out till September twenty-fifth. For Christ's right. sakes, can't they I've, hammer out a I've, fucking deal? I've I've heard that it's hammer not out a fucking deal, man. October, December. Uh, I've heard oh, a shit. lot being kicked around. So I have no man. fucking clue. That's crazy. No somebody can well, blow well, somebody and it'll be over tomorrow. I have no idea. That's true. All right. So don't get blown away in, in uh, Hurricane Hillary. No, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of Velcro in the house. So okay. That's all I asked for. And then uh, hopefully by the next time uh, we meet, maybe the strike will be over, but probably not. Okay. We'll see. That's it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.